0: Hello everyone. Freilichen, Kosher, and Pesach everybody. The Kavod Shira uh that we just read this past Shabbos here in Israel. I don't know what the minig is in Chutzart. Um I just wanted to, to point out some beautiful ideas from Tanya Perik that definitely um, helps us understand what Shir is. The world misunderstands Shir as being a, a love uh, relationship between a man and a woman. Um, and the truth is, it's just a mashal for the relationship that Hashem has with us. But understand what a mashal is. So, the, fam- the famous mashal, the Chavetz Chaim, uh, which I'll say over quickly, which just get an idea what a mashal is, and then I'll go- get into what the how the Tanya understands the beauty of the relationship between Klal and Hashem. So, the the, uh, the Chavetz Chaim is a famous mashal that he gives, that uh, of a guy that was a poor guy, had a whole family to support, and he didn't know what to do it himself. He was very poor. And uh, he heard about this this country, this island. That if you take a boat to get there, you uh, you get there, and there's plenty of diamonds and jewels. The problem is, is that it only comes comes travels back and forth the boat every once every six years. So (coughs) he says, "Witness, what should I do? I'll I'll sell whatever I can. I'll give my wife the minimum to be able to support herself while I'm away. And I got to go over there. I got to get some money. Got to get some diamonds and jewels. So he sets sail over there, and he goes to. He goes there to the island And um, he sees, incredible The whole seashore is full of diamonds and jewels So he's going to be there for a while So he's got to, he collects sacks and sacks of diamonds and jewels And um, he tries to find a place to rent And they ask him, listen How much chicken fat do you have to be able to rent a room here? And he says, what do you mean chicken fat? I have these diamonds and jewels He says, what do you mean diamonds and jewels? Diamonds and jewels are worth here nothing They're absolutely worth nothing you have to hear everything is in currencies and chicken fat so he quickly goes and gets a job to work in a in a some sort of a store to be able to make some chicken fat to be able to pay his bills while he's there and he does so and he becomes very very successful the owner of the store trusts him and he becomes manager and because he he stores up tons and tons of this chicken fat and he's able to he's able to uh, become very wealthy and while he's here he's almost ready to go back he's got like worth of chicken fat, he's got to put in crates and crates and crates to take back home because now he's very wealthy. He's going to take all his chicken fat back home and be, he'll be so, so happy and so wealthy. And he goes, after six years, he gets the boat back with all the chicken fat. And on the way back, um, along the way, the chicken fat starts to rot. And it starts to rot and all the sailors and all the people on the the boat say, listen, buddy, you got to get rid of this shit. you got to throw this over into the water because this is stinking up the whole place. He has no choice. He throw over all the the, the, the rotting chicken fat into the into the ocean and he's so so depressed and he finally gets home he collapses um, he collapses on his bed and he's so upset and his wife looks at him and says what's wrong what's wrong he says I had all this chicken fat and it all rotted and they, they made me throw it off the boat and he's like who his wife says why why what would you want chicken fat for She explains to her he explains to her that uh, in the place that he was chicken fat was so expensive and so worth money and, and this is what they used and and she said, but it's here. It's not worth anything. Don't you realize that we hear here? It's not. It's worth nothing. So he cried and he cried. He rem- remembered. He just he lost sight of everything because of where he was. And lo and behold, he checked all his pockets, and he found a f- couple of diamonds and 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 uh, rubies that he could sell. And Baruch Hashem, they still had a nice parnasa to live for the rest of their life. But he was. He could have been. He could have taken sacks of the diamonds home, but he didn't. So that's the marshal of this world is that we go back from this world to from Hashem's upper chambers down to this world, and we think that Torah misses everything. When we get here, we see that no, who cares about Torah misses? We just have, we have to work. We have to make cash. We got to get. We got to build homes. We have to have lots of money, credit cards, lines of credit, build build businesses. We have to have um, lots and lots of capital. And we get back up to the Shemayim, and the says, like, what's worth doing all this money? You know, did you do any mitzvahs? And you look through your file and say, yeah, I did a few mitzvahs here, I did a few mitzvahs there. Okay, so that's the marshal. So the nimshal, that's the marshal. and the nimshal. The mashal is the story with the chicken fat, and the nimshal is, is, is the is the real, real deal with mitzvahs and maizam mis- and toivim and, and making money. So why I say all this? Why did I give you all this run around for? Because that's the idea of marshal and nimshal. Now, what's going on with shir-shirim? shir shirim is a story of love between man and a woman, which is only a mashal for the real thing. What's the real thing? So the Tanya says in Perek Vav, very beautiful Tanya, piece of Tanya, he says, So, he it says, it's an easy way for a person of any type to understand um, to be able to feel the love that's deeply embedded in his heart, to to come to be a burning like a burning fire that he feels, and he says that the marshal he says that a person could imagine that if a king, a lofty king, would come and want to stay in his house, or I'm sorry, not stay in his house, he finds this guy. Where is it? One second, let me get there When you look at somebody um, in a certain way that you're in a loving way the return you get is always a, a loving response so the, the emotional um, the emotional charge that you bring into a relationship bring into a conversation is what you listen in response by the way that's what that's what the Islam the Rebbe says when it comes to Yaakov not Yaakov uh, Yehuda was trying to have a conversation with Yosef. Yehuda was trying to get Benjamin out of Yosef's hands, and uh, the regular shot over there is that Yehuda was about to rip Yosef apart and start a war, and Yosef was about to protect himself and fight back. But uh, the son of Rabbi explains that Gashlav Yehuda is that Yehuda aroused so much compassion and mercy and love on Yosef that Yosef would have to retaliate with compassion and love as well, and therefore give him back Binyamin because this is the way it works. Is upon him Adam? That's that's the response you get back. So he says over here if a reg- if that works with a regular person, what happens in Mara Gadila You have a wonderful king. A huge king, and he wants to show his incredible love that he has towards a regular person, even though he's a lowly person. Hamuto ba'ashba, he's in the garbage dumps for your and he comes down to him from his chariots and calls sorry with all with all his officers. Um, he picks him up and he lifts him up and he from the dirt. And he brings him to his house, the chamber of the king, to, to his inner chamber, and he has such a deep conversation with him and shows him so much love. How much how much would would it be? How much how much would he feel? What, what would this what would this this regular person feel? He would feel so much love to respond. He would want to return and respond to the king with so much love. He would have so much love back for the king, because he's getting so much love from him. And if a person's heart is like stone, it should at this point melt like water, and is be able to pour out his soul. And he says that's the you should this be able to make a person thinks about this is what a Baruch was doing. Here he talks about Even more than this, it did, did Hashem do? Because He has no measure to His His um, His greatness. He fulfills the worlds and He surrounds all the worlds. Um, let me get to the point that I wanted to say. And Akash Brochu is doing the same thing and is coming down from his upper chambers to us. All the malachim we say in kedusha, where is the place of his glory? The And the answer, Malachol es You know what? He fills all the world. Hey Yisrael where? Where is he? He's down in the world with with the Jewish people. He left the upper worlds and the lower worlds, and he didn't choose anything other than the Yisrael, his people. He took them out of Mitzrayim, Eretz Makkah, Mazzuma, Vatoma, the place of disgustiness as it says in order to bring the Jewish people close to Him and to unite with with them in a a complete and honest sincere bond and that is and this is the words I'm getting to over here and it's the concept of kissing mouth to mouth which means to talk in the language of the, the speech of God. Zuhallacha, which is when a Jew speaks halacha, speaks very Torah, his words, his mouth, is now connecting with the air of God. rucha barucha, and his air, his air, when you speak, air comes out of your mouth. So his ruach is connecting to the ruach of a Baruch and is connecting on such a deep personal level. That's a HaTorah for Sretzayinah. That's the, the understanding of Torah and the understanding of his wisdom. Of his will, the chachmas and his wisdom, to kulu chad mamish, because the kashbaruch's Torah and his wisdom and himself are all one. The Rambam says this very clearly, and nobody argues on him. And that is the concept of this There's the indivisibility of a Kashbarhu. His wisdom and himself are all one. So when you learn Torah, when a Jew learns Torah with his mouth, he's mamish. Kissing Hashem, so the nashik and the kissing mentioned in the Shir Shirim is mamish mamish a mussel for the real kissing, and the real kissing is when we're learning Torah, we're connecting with the Kesher himself, and it's important to understand that Hashem made all the worlds, upper worlds, lower worlds, and all of Alam Haba is just a tinge, a slight glimmer of Hashem's light that change that 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 it devolves. From upper chambers all the way down to where to where these things are, the upper worlds, and Olam Haba, and Him Himself is not touchable, not knowable, nothing. But when we learn Torah, we are actually uniting with Himself, Himself. So this is far greater than any human being can possibly understand. But it's something to to give a little bit of understanding of a taste of what's going on when we learn Torah, and when we do mitzvahs, it's like he says, it's like a hug. The gamach is The the idea of hugging is when we do kiyah mitzvah with our bodies. Our physical bodies are involved in doing a mitzvah. Then you're like physical bodies and in, in, in giving a hug. You're hugging with the body. So the the learning Torah is like kissing, and the the actual mitzvah so like the physical mitzvah when you're involved in mitzvah is like hugging Hashem Himself. Ramach hinu ramach They are like the the the. The limbs of the of the body of the king. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're like hugging the limbs of the body of the king. This is incredible, incredible. And I I want to just end off with one last thing over here, which is, which is such a punchline. When we we say the pesukim, I mentioned this before. Hashem made us holy with His mitzvos in 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 al matzah, whatever it is. Like the ladies, like the candles the Shabbos candles it's Kishon of Mitzvah so Shem is holy with his mitzvahs what does that mean? the Loshon of Kedushin is when you, a man tells a woman until now you were somebody else and I was somebody I was you know I'm here and you're there but when I marry you I'm bringing you to be together with me on the same exact level we are going to be one now so Hashem tells us to the Jewish people that takes on a whole different understanding. How can, you, how can it be that a, a never a created being, is, take, is going to be united and mekudosh to Hashem? That's like beyond imagination. And that is exactly what Kosh is doing. Baruch did with our Mitzvah Baruch He took us up to the highest level to be with Him Himself. of Baruch Himself. This is this is like just a little bit taste on how the Tanya explains this idea of Nishik and Pe'al peh, the Kosh Baruch that we're doing when we're learning Torah when we're the hugging it's all just a muscle for Kosh Baruch Hashem should help us to feel this closeness when we're living our daily life that everything else going on in life paying the bills and dealing doing business or whatever we have to do or the other material things in our life should pale in comparison to this because this is, this is the real deal this is what you're going to have way, 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 way after 120 when we get weak, get old and tired and whatever happens to our body happens to our body but then it's going to get resurrected in the next world we're going to get resurrected and be forever in a loving relationship with the Kosh and by the of feeling like this when we're doing the mitzvah that's what we're going to ensure for ourselves an everlasting relationship in love with Hashem have a wonderful Pesach